What's up, guys? So welcome to the very first Jada Toys podcast. How's everyone doing? Good, good. How you doing, man? I'm doing great. Darryl? I'm doing awesome. <laughs> My name's so, Daryl, by the way. <laughs> I'm Jordan. I'm Mike. And you guys will be seeing us a lot more often from now on. So what you guys can start to expect from this podcast is um, pretty much just you'll be getting some of the inside side scoop on what goes on in the toy industry, a lot of behind the scenes stuff, um, and pretty much we'll just be be talking about the same things that you guys are interested in. So um, probably a lot of behind the scenes stuff here at Jada Toys, right? We're going to be seeing some things that go on uh, in our daily lives, I guess you can say. Definitely, because yeah. our lives are that interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, maybe well, not you get to know us a little bit better as far as who we are as people, a little insight as to like what we do um some of our adventures that we experience as as we go out to uh, the trade shows things like that all that good stuff guys so comic-con took place about two weeks ago oh comic-con everybody loves comic Con. (laughs) okay so i don't think think that i have to explain to everybody what comic-con is Um, everybody knows knows that it's the most popular thing ever it's it's ridiculous how crazy how crowded it is it's hard to tell how many people are actually there because you're just walking through a thick just uh, just a massive amount of people shoulder to shoulder the whole yeah. time so it's it the worst thing when you have to use the restroom though <laughs> oh <my laughs> of course God. yeah you know what you mean <laughs> hey, so how many people are there come on average annually would you say i don't know it, it just seems like a lot more than what they say. I, I, yeah. I don't know what the number is, but I mean, it spills out into the, the uh, gas line district. So, I mean, there's so much more going on out there as well. It's it's not just inside the convention center. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Like if I had to have a guess, I'd probably say like sixty thousand people. That's what it feels like. Jeez, to me, it seems more like that's daily. <laughs> did, ha- did I mention the bathroom situation? Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh man. So. We actually had a booth there. Um, a little booth. A little booth, you know, because the cost of the real estate at Comic-Con is unimaginable. Well, it's actually more the waiting list. I mean, we've been here for there for six years now, and uh, we've had this 10 by 10 for six years. Mm-hmm. And we're on a waiting list to get something larger, but we just can't get it for it some reason. And so how exactly does that list work? It's uh, just seniority. If you, the longer you've been there, you you're just getting on a list, and if something opens up, they offer it to the next person in line. Really? Yeah. So it's it's tough. Hmm. I mean, uh, you know, six years, and that's not long enough. Mm-hmm. So we we're still waiting. We're still trying to find other ways to get into a bigger spot. Uh, but you know, we'll see. There's there's other possibilities, but it just hasn't worked out for us so far. So, but we'll see how it goes. One thing to throw into that also, I think, for what we have as far as the ten by ten goes, we actually i feel we do a really good job at maximizing <laughs> the space <laughs> i think so too yeah. you know I think as so far too. as like our our booth layout is concerned and things like that trying to take up every centimeter really within mm-hmm. within that booth so i mean we we make do with what we have but to mike's point also uh we have our eyes out every every year trying to increase the size or at least try to okay and speaking of our booth what exactly is the process of building a booth and and taking down our booth like you know if you guys could could elaborate on that a little bit you know because day one well for setup how long well actually it's it all starts maybe about four or five months out prior to the show Mm -hmm. where we have our booth and we have to let the uh the 
Comic-Con people know exactly what we want to do with the booth. So we have to do the layout. We have to make sure there's enough room for storage, enough room for the product we want to show, enough room for the employees to be able to walk around and talk to people. And w the reason, one of the big reasons why we need a bigger booth is because we have meetings in our booth. Yeah. We have people come by. There's a lot of PR also. And when there's people trying to buy product, there's us trying to talk to customers, not customers, but trying to talk to like fans about the new products that are coming out. And then we have a, a Marvel coming over to want to interview us. Yeah. There's just no room for it. And we it's need something like, yeah, it gets it's really, really big. Yeah, yeah for sure. Mm -hmm. I think to be able to have something where we can continually uh, funnel people in and out, you know, to, to Mike's point, uh, other things to take into consideration when we're talking about, you know, some of how we, like to run our booth it's like are we going to sell at our booth mm -hmm. right if we're going to sell at our booth then are we going to hold the inventory at our booth how are we going to hold the inventory any sort of activations that we do at the show regarding giveaways where are we going to store that um and everything else that mike just outlined in terms of traffic flow coming in and out mm -hmm. and then we have to start thinking about how uh, if our product is really popular if there's going to be a line, if there's going to be a line, right. how are we going to manage that? You know, we don't want to get shut down because of, uh, you know, there's too much of a line and we're blocking all the people coming into our booth or blocking people going into other people's booths that are around us. Mm -hmm. So we can't, uh, you know, we just have to worry about, we, uh, um, you know, fortunately, unfortunately, we didn't have to worry about that mm -hmm. this year. But we want to get to the point where we have to worry about that. Yes. But, uh, you know, we just have to make sure that we manage it correctly uh, in the future. Yes, Seems absolutely. like it would be a good problem to have. Yeah, yeah. But I say that now, and then I think when we deal with uh, it, then I'm like, oh, gosh. Oh, well, yeah. geez. I mean, we had that problem at D23. And so what yeah. happened at D23? <laughs> 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 uh, well, well I'm new to – okay, so well, these guys, guys have been here for years. I'm pretty new to the company, so I don't know anything. So I need all the inside scoop. I'll let you handle this one first. All right, so D23, if you guys don't know, is the uh, Disney show that happens twice a year. And uh, we had a pretty big booth. It was a uh, 20 by 20 or? It was I something like, it was pretty, like it was pretty, it was pretty large, sizable. Maybe yeah. 40 by 40, I don't know. It was pretty big. I think it was a 20 by 20. And we brought out uh, three exclusives. Yeah. And we brought out quite a few of each one. And our line snaked around the whole convention center in Anaheim. And uh, yeah, it, and we sold out every day because we had an, uh, a certain amount that we would sell every day. Mm -hmm. uh, we would, we would. It was just crazy. Uh, all of our neighbors, all of our neighboring uh, con uh, convention people, or what is it? Uh, exhibitors. That's the word. Uh, looking our for. fellow, <laughs> our fellow exhibitors. Yeah, we're we're From our you know yeah because all of our line was was kind of covering their booth. So, uh, you know, the, the, f the floor management was getting kind of mad at us, and they'd have to make new lines. It was crazy. It was like just sna lines snaking throughout the whole convention center. Here so the thing with D23 is, like, we personally, I think as a company, have never experienced anything quite like that mm -hmm. in terms of overall turnout at our booth. So we weren't Well, there's, a, there's a lot more we, didn't, we haven't experienced that came out of that show. What do you allude to? <laughs> <laughs> I think I know what you're alluding to. I think I know. But we can touch on that topic yeah. a little bit. Hey, uh, this is all brand new to me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I th think as far as turnout goes, you know, we brought out, I believe, if I recall correctly, it was like a thousand pieces of, of each, each item. product, right? Mm -hmm. So we had three different items, three different exclusive items. We brought out a thousand pieces. Um, and these Disney fans are just something else, man. Yeah. Like, Again, to Mike's point, like the the line was ridiculous, so much so that like they had to lay, you know, all this tape to create like different lines throughout the uh, throughout the entire convention center. People mm -hmm. were waiting like three hours to get to the Ooh. line to the front of the line to pay for the product. 
Wow. And um, we had a bunch of giveaways. So what Daryl would do is walk through the line and, and throw a bunch of giveaways into the line. So it would give people, you know, mm-hmm. some incentive to stay in line. And, um, you know, it, it just heartbreaking to me that we had to s- cut the line at some point and say, sorry, everyone from here on, even though if they were, w- they were waiting maybe an hour and a half uh, to that point, oh, man. couldn't get anything because we, that was the last of that day's allotment. Oh yeah. That sucks. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I would never wait in a three hour line. <laughs> so yeah, I, there's, there are a lot of hardcore people out there. And so I think when you really, really love something, or you're really passionate about something that definitely shows, I think through through these kinds of shows, whether it's D23, whether it's Comic-Con or Anime Expo, uh, you name it. Yeah, Very true. We see. And we appreciate <laughs> you guys cause, because well, y'all are paying my bills, so <laughs> I appreciate that a lot. <laughs> so that what we learned from the D23 is that, you know, that line can get quickly out of a hand, um, and so we need to use that, what we learned from there, mm-hmm. into um, Comic-Con. Yeah, and, you know, regardless if that happens for us or not, at least – we go into it being as fully prepared as we can be right uh, just based on our experience because you really never know what's going to happen maybe you know the ex- the exclusive item that we decide to sell at like a comic con is something that you know blows out of the water mm-hmm. and, and for us to kind of go in blind and without really any sort of anticipation um we kind of be foolish on our part so right it's almost right. like due due diligence i suppose hmm. Yeah, well, and so speaking of of exclusive items, what did we feature at Comic-Con for this year? We featured the uh, Black Chrome Batmobile. And this one I did by myself. I did pay for it. The only perk that I had was I was able to pick the number that I got in. I, got I, almost, fought, I almost fought <laughs> him for it. <laughs> he <laughs> almost did. Dude, yeah, people so wanted people wanted number one and this so is it. bad. This is number one of 1,500 right here. And uh, I have it. It's I still it. packaged. It's still wrapped, yep. and it's plastic and all that stuff. It's so never coming out. <laughs> it's never coming out. No, I'm not. I'm, I'm not taking this out of the package. Are you ever planning to sell it on eBay for uh, like? No, not not no. anytime soon. No, no, mm. no. We're <laughs> we're all collectors here. Mm-hmm. Okay, what price would would make you just you know kind of be like, uh, I don't know, man. I gotta. I don't know. We'll be here later on after the show. <laughs> 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 Send an email to. <laughs> Well, so we feature the Black Chrome, well, Batmobile at Comic Con, and um, and so how many of those were were available at Comic Con, and then and then how many of those do we plan to make overall? Uh, We're making fifteen hundred overall, but uh, domestically we only have three hundred. So if you have number one through three hundred, those are the the ones sold domestically. Everything else is going out to uh, different cons and different uh, distributors around the world. Uh, so there'll be 300 here in the United States, and then the, the rest will be everywhere else. And it's only a total of 1,500. That's a very small number, uh, mm-hmm. considering that uh, our minimum runs usually go into the like, like 7, 8, 10,000 range. Oh, wow. Wow, that's crazy. And to make that number even smaller, again, to reiterate, we only had 300 brought into into the states mm-hmm. so for those people um that did attend comic-con that was able to get their hands on it congratulations because uh you're never gonna make that again so yeah yeah <laughs> exactly oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah but you guys are so exclusive you have no idea yeah i actually had to stack up each and every single piece <laughs> of these in a warehouse and a warehouse has no air conditioning i was actually in the same exact shirt 
it took me maybe like two hours to stack up all 300 of them in a particular little sequence and everything and i was just dripping sweat because you could see through my shirt and everything and i was like wow people people better like this people better like this we appreciate you man while he was just sitting in his office you know but it's okay i was enjoying the ac can you really blame me when in southern california in midsummer it's like 100 degrees so yeah you know so i say again i appreciate you thank you i appreciate you more man (laughs) so what other adventures did what what <laughs> we have a Was he looking of into fun. my eyes again? <laughs> <laughs> we have a little bit of fun here. We have a bit of fun. Oh man. It's not that serious here. Yeah, no, it's not. So this actually occurred before I started to work here. But at a Comic Con maybe a couple of years ago, I heard that you had a little stalker story. Actually that wasn't Comic Con. Oh, so 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 it wasn't there? No. Okay. Well, <laughs> okay. Well, uh, it me? was at a convention. These guys, these guys know something I don't. Yeah. So and this is what we were alluding to earlier at D twenty three. Well, then let's hear. It. I, w- I want to hear about this one because be- because um, I worked here here for like eight months now, and I still don't know the exact story behind this. All right. I I, su- I suppose it's just like one of those stories that makes its makes its rounds throughout the uh, entire building anytime we come back from a show. Um, but this was the same D23 event that we participated in, what was it, like two years ago, a year and a half ago, yeah. right? I think yeah. the next one's coming up next year. So it was our first ever D23, um, and like we talked about earlier, you know, we're not really sure what to expect. So we have, you know, all our exclusive items, we're blowing through them, and, and we're doing our giveaways, we're having a good time. Mm-hmm. And, and remember, these, these, these exclusives were a hot item during the show. I think it was, you know, if, if it wasn't the, the most exciting item at the show it, it's uh, at least the top five and so which item in particular was it again uh this was the gold chrome cruise ramirez mm-hmm. 124 scale uh we also had a uh, but that the story in particular was about that particular that one item okay the gold okay. cruise i can't ramirez. remember what if it was was it oh okay yeah. well i i probably yeah i don't remember but we had that and we also had a twin pack from our four inch metal figs line Mm-hmm. Um, was it? It was Maleficent and uh, Briar Rose. Briar Rose, yeah. Um, and then we also had a six-inch Sorcerer Apprentice Mickey. Yep. So, um, I mean, we we moved through all of that pretty quickly. So anyway, the story goes. Um, when he says quickly, I, to just to let you know, we f- sold out midday. Mm-hmm. It was like like so. Th- if the show went from from eight to to six, we sh- we were sold out by noon. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. I, I this was like, you know, near the end of the uh, the show duration. So we had moved all our products. We had no inventory left over. And typically, how these things go, right? Like when we set up our booth, um, while we're in the process of that, we usually have a crew that breaks open, you know, like the cases and things like that, and inf- inspects the the product, the packaging making sure everything is good because the last thing we want to sell is like a damaged yeah. box or yeah. like an imperfect uh, figure, right? Am I waited all day in line for this? Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly like yeah. So those are typically the things that we, we do beforehand. And it more often than not, we do find a few that we remove from the inventory. Mm-hmm. Right. Now you'll have hardcore fans that come up to us and when they ask us, hey, are you all sold out? You know, they, of course, the answer we're going to give is, yeah, we're, we're sold out. 
And sometimes they kind of keep pressing a little bit, right? And, you know, we do let them know, hey, we might have something in the back. However, we do also warn them, hey, uh, you know, either the paint is chipped or the the package is damaged. Mm -hmm. Um, And in this particular case, uh, we had a fan who came up to us and was like, yeah, I mean, it's, it's not a big deal. Um, I mean, I, I still want to take it, right? So we're like, okay, you know, like if, if he can accept it for what it is in its current condition, uh, no harm, no foul. So, so we throw it to him. Well, there was this lady that saw that transaction mm. and she oh. came and she came and she asked us. And that was like the last thing because we don't, we don't really like, you know, doing that too much. Mm-hmm. Um, so we just kind of shut that off. We cut it off and she kind of, she, she was giving us a hard time about it, and, you know, we, f- we put our foot down. We're like, you know, unfortunately, we're very, very sorry, um, but we have nothing left. And she kept insisting that, hey, you know, I saw that you sold this person um, something from the back, so you guys must have something in the back. And was she being, like, sort of very pushy and loud and a belligerent? It wasn't. Like, making a scene or not anything? Or it what? wasn't really that that became uncomfortable for us. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It was... <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> so this is what ki- so like uh, she wasn't being belligerent or loud, but uh-huh. she was being a little bit pushy after yeah. the times that we said no, and we were very polite to mm-hmm. her. You know, we're like, you know, we're very sorry, Miss. Like, we don't have anything left. Um, you know, we're all sold out. So th- that's pretty much all you can say, right? Mm-hmm. But she doesn't, or she didn't believe, she didn't take our word for it. So actually, what she ended up doing was she planted herself right on the floor in front of our booth and just sat there watching us yeah so she she had a sit-in protest in front of our booth just to s- watch us make sure that we don't i swear to you this was like a, <laughs> i don't know must have been like a f- like 50 year old woman just planting herself like child in, f- in front of our booth just like she's arms crossed and yeah. everything yeah she's yeah. sitting straight up indian style like she was just standing there sitting there she was just like right in front of where we had the door to our storage unit and she was just watching the whole time. And she was there for literally like, what, 30? No, it was like an, an hour. hour. Yeah. It was a long time. And we let her sit there. And she was like. <laughs> but the <laughs> most, the <laughs> mo- <laughs> we can't, we couldn't really do anything, yeah. right? It's just yeah. like, uh, nothing's really going on at our booth, you know, because we're, nope, no one's there because uh-huh. we're all sold out of product. Uh-huh. And so then all you have is the Jada crew there for the day. that's just kind of sitting there lounging around talking to each other because we have nothing else to do. We're just kind of waiting for the show to end or if any bystanders came by and had any questions about our booth or product we'd answer but for the rest of the day like we were pretty much there just talking kind of how we are now and you just have like this lady sitting there watching us it was the weirdest thing (laughs) so awkward and if that like wasn't enough i drank a little too much water (laughs) that day (laughs) and here i go with the bathroom thing again (laughs) but i had to go to the restroom Uh right so i got up and i walked to the restroom yeah i get a phone call from one of our members that's at our booth Uh right and i pick it up and he's telling me hey she's following you to the bathroom i'm like what is going on right (laughs) now like this is the scariest thing so like anyway i i do what i gotta do i come out and as i come out i see her like standing across from the men's restroom so I'm like, oh my gosh, she she really did, <laughs> she really did just follow me to the bathroom. Oh my god! So I kind of just, I'm, you know, I'm I'm ways away from the booth. I hadn't really checked out the show yet, 
So I kind of take this opportunity to just walk around mm-hmm. and, and go visit other booths for, for my own, you know, because I'm, I'm genuinely interested. And I noticed, like, I, I'm kind of freaked out at this point. <laughs> so I kind of <laughs> like once in a while just keep looking over my shoulder, right? Mm-hmm. And like to the point where uh, maybe I was on like five minutes into walking around the show, I was like, okay, this is enough. This is kind of like, this is at this point, this, this is really scary. And you see her, you, you know she's yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I walk back to our booth and I and I sit down and she comes back to the booth and now she's like talking to us accusing of, of accusing me of maybe I don't know selling product or, or doing like a, <laughs> a transaction like a transaction like <laughs> in the bathroom and I just like I just had to go to the restroom like You're like lady I don't do those kinds of transactions in the bathroom. <laughs> it, yeah, it's like to that at that point that's when it got like really really uncomfortable and so we called uh we ended up having to call security. Mm-hmm. Um shout out to D23 security. You guys are like yeah. the best. You guys yeah. really made me feel safe. They so some big linemen. Yeah, but so I mean, they they were very they were very responsive. Yeah. Uh, they came back, and at any time they came, like, and she saw that we actually called security on her, like she would she, she would, would leave. Move. But then, like, I f- she was hovering. She was, yeah. she would just be hovering. So there was a point where like the security is there. They were uh-huh. they were kicking it in our booth, just like you know, like just keeping an eye out on everything. They were just, just standing there. It was almost like a bouncer in front of a club. Yeah, and um. And I'm and I'm standing there talking to some people, and I look to my right, and in behind another booth, peeking out behind a, a, a column, she, there she is <laughs> watching our booth from a distance. And we're like, <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I, I had no idea. I was like, do I call the security guy over? Because she was kind of far. I mean, I felt I don't know. I, I didn't know what to do at that point, but uh-huh. it was weird. It was really awkward oh for for everyone at the booth. At that I time. yeah, that that was. Keep in mind, also as a reminder, that was like not only our first d23 like my first d23 experience uh, so my first d23 experience got a got a nice lady stalker <laughs> if she happens to be listening i hope you're doing well <laughs> hope you're doing well but yeah i mean that was uh probably something that i'll never forget but it, and it's definitely something that the guys here anytime we go to a show it's like hey daryl maybe you might have a new stalker this time i'm like ah please i'm not about that i'm not trying to get in that mood mm-hmm. i mean well what if she's hot though if you're into that age. <laughs> <laughs> hey. <laughs> Don't knock it till you tried it. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Meanwhile, back at the ranch. <laughs> the Jada Ranch. Anyway. So that was that was our uh D twenty three experience, but I, I have a, a, a Comic Con experience. All right, let's oh see yeah? this one. Yeah, yeah. Well so Was it for this year? Yeah, this year. So okay. I was a. Uh, at the booth, I was selling product, and then a girl comes up. She says, "Hi, how's your show going?" I'm like, "Ah, oh, yeah, it's it's pretty good. I got to walk around quite. I mean, this was like probably the second day I was there. I'm like, man, but my feet are killing me." And she's all, "Let me foot massage." No, that would be so <laughs> awkward <laughs> at our booth to see that. Well, uh, let, me, let me tell you what happened. She she came up and she's like, she's like, "So, how, you know, how's your show going?" I'm like, "Good. My my, just my feet are killing me because you know there's a lot of walking you have to do." She's like, "Let me give you some advice. Get back to your hotel." Stick your feet in the toilet and put your feet <laughs> on the cold porcelain Wait. for 15 minutes. <laughs> when was this? <laughs> this was like this was after you left. So this was the uh, Saturday after uh, you left. So yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was saving it for the show. Oh man. So yeah. Oh. So I'm like, this is my first really? time I'm hearing like, about wait, this. Wait, wait, wait. So you 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 go to the bathroom. <laughs> I mean, do you pull up a chair in front of the toilet seat and yeah. then stick your feet in? And she's like, yeah, basically, yeah. Just make sure that your feet are on the cold porcelain. So I'm there standing in the bathroom. Wait, the you know what? No, I'm just 
<laughs> no, I, I, you know what I was gonna say? I was like, I'm more impressed that you even entertained her and asked her various questions on what you should be doing. I mean, to no, be I honest, I'd be very fascinated by that. I was tripping out. I'm like, I, I, do you really do that? I mean, how? Uh, that's pretty dirty. I mean, like, so she sticks her feet in the actual toilet. Yeah. Guys, we make toys. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> we make toys. <laughs> that was the kind of uh, advice I got to, uh, you know, soothe my aching dogs. You know. <laughs> you see, that's why, why I'm every time time I'm in a hotel room, I'm real cautious as as to what I touch. You know, I don't like to just yeah. walk around barefoot and just lounge all my stuff out anywhere because mm. God knows what's happening in there. And Flamage, she's probably having a bad day. Yeah. Hates everybody anyway, so she's like, I'm not cleaning this up properly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you got here. Some, some some <laughs> some toilet beat water <laughs> <laughs> on you. <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, There's yeah. some interesting people at these shows, man. I'm yep. telling you. Mm. You never know what you're going to come across. It's always mm. an experience, though. It's fun. It's always fun, I think, when, we're, when we get to go out and, and actually, you know, we, we pay attention to a lot of the activity mm-hmm. on, our, uh, on our platforms and things like that. And when people are actually coming up to us and coming up to the booth and saying, hey, you know, I follow you guys on, you know, whether it's Facebook, Instagram, or, mm-hmm. or Twitter and things like that. And they're asking us questions on maybe some of the most recent things that we've put up. I think that's that's the most rewarding. Very grateful for that. Yeah, yeah for sure. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. so. In addition to like the very interesting people, which also make for awesome, funny stories, by yeah. the way. <laughs> so like, yeah. you know, there's there's also a part of a, a level of appreciation, I think, mm-hmm. when it comes to uh, actually being able to come out of ten and, and vice versa. I think it's cool for, you know, for anyone that's a fan of Jada. Uh, to be able to meet the guys or the people that are actually behind, uh, you know, a lot of what they truly are. Yes, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah, because I feel like the coolest part is just to, you know, I feel like people always think that, like, these companies, they have these these fake people behind the screens on their yeah. social media. Yeah. But once you actually sh- surely have a chance to talk to somebody who works yeah. for, for the company and and but you see that we're exactly like you yeah yes just, yeah. just normal human beings it's really cool yeah, you know? yeah and to have an actual conversation right it's it's people. really fun because like for me i'm a car guy and yes um, and when car people come up to me and start talking to me about it i uh, you know it's cool that they realize that we're not just guys that are just making toys who aren't really into it we just you know do it because that's our expertise mm-hmm. um but that we're really really into the car culture yes it, I think it makes them feel more comfortable and, and feel more attached to the brand, mm-hmm. you know? Um, same with the with the uh, the pop culture people. You know, we have a lot of guys who are, are hardcore into pop culture. I mean, yeah. you, you yourself are really big into to comic book movies. and Well, and comic books and cars. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. And yeah. so I just have the perfect job. So what do you, what do you, do you what's your feeling about your first experience at uh, Comic-Con? My first experience at Comic-Con, to be honest, um, I was not expecting how impacted it would be <laughs> and me i'm a i'm very super introverted and so and so all of this this crazy chaos happening around me it usually sucks the energy out of me yeah, yeah. however at comic-con it was dope man yeah you know i yeah. um um i've always seen like people will talk about it they'll yeah. go to 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 these shows i mean i'll see it on their social media and and like um, i always think like oh yeah it's cool, but I'm okay here. Mm-hmm. If you guys haven't been, you guys have to go. It's really quite an experience. Um, you know, um, I walked out of there with with a brand new 
new perspective on this business. Mm-hmm. Um, and probably the coolest thing thing to do there is really well just to walk around and try not to go broke. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And There's a lot of cool things there. There is yeah. so much cool stuff there, guys. I mean, like, I mean, like, I actually had had to leave my my uh, credit card yeah. in my hotel <laughs> right, because right, because I would actually be in debt. Oh, it'd be, it's it's tough. And what sucks because uh, is that we have uh, exhibitor badges, and a lot of the booths won't let us buy stuff. Haters. So yeah, yeah, for <laughs> sure. Haters. <laughs> but uh, you know, we have a lot of friends in the industry that let us help us. Uh, you know, pick some stuff up. Yeah. But, uh, were you able to pick anything up? No, man. <laughs> you I'm so you. <laughs> I left my credit card in the hotel room because I saw way too much cool stuff yeah. at um at the sideshow booth, and I was like, uh, no, just, <laughs> just, just don't even look at well, it. Well, dude, you you'll go broke doing just buying one of those things, oh, pretty much. But they're they it's beautiful stuff. Yeah. It's awesome. It's a it's a cool business perk, I think. You know, I think when you're when you're in the industry and you know you you are participating in an event like this and you do have your exhibitor badge, of course you get to you know walk through you know the line and things like that because you gotta you gotta work, you gotta set up your booth. Right. So, and as a result, you you get like a first look at everything, yeah. right? You, yeah, you get to. I think that's for me. That's the biggest perk is yeah. to be able to walk around without the crowd there oh, yeah. and see oh, yeah. everything. Yeah, you know, for um, sure. And and everyone is kind of doing the same thing. And it's it's just cool now you get to talk to all your colleagues in the industry and and uh, you know maybe take a couple meetings and maybe make a new a couple new contacts there yeah uh, but it's just kind of nice to see everything without having to you know wade through crowds yeah it's pretty crazy yeah I think it's it's interesting to me so like I mean I myself I'm a car person also and with Comic Con aside I think like you know I was pretty involved with the uh, aftermarket automotive uh, part of the part of the scene a few years ago with having a fully built car and things like that and i would enter it i would do the whole you know enthusiast thing Mm -hmm. build it up enter it into the show partake in it with a car crew have a good time things like that so i think you know having been able to experience the true fan enthusiast point of view of it and also now being here um taking part of the show as an exhibitor um, see like the business side of it, uh, it, and to be able to see both both views, both point of views, I think is is very interesting to me. And we have you know we have a few guys here, uh, and bringing it back to Comic Con is kind of the same way, where you know they'll sign up for you know their own pro badges and, and things like that, and, and also have their exhibitor badges, so they get to Brian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, for those of you who don't know Brian, he's actually um, our cameraman and sets up everything he's really awesome and uh he has the best collection of toys that you ever ever see yeah <laughs> yeah it's yeah. pretty crazy but you say you're a car guy daryl but you did clean I up pretty good on this I show i did yeah didn't you mm. <laughs> what did you pick up yeah 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 so let's talk about that you know. <laughs> wait what are you guys referring to because i picked up a few things well no 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 I think this Comic Con in particular was a pretty memorable one for me. Um, you know, aside from having done the show for a few years and, and going through the, m- the motions of, of preparing for this show and making sure everything is, is smooth and things like that, um, I was able to kind of enjoy some personal time. Um, so, actually, how it happened was the day that, you know, the, the team and I were scheduled to drive up mm. to uh, <laughs> San Diego. <laughs> Uh, to the convention center, we pit stopped 
uh, a pit stop at. Shout outs to Mossy Ford. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yo, sponsorship. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that sponsorship money. No, so actually, uh, so prior to stopping at the they're, convention they're, they're not a sponsor. Oh. oh. <laughs> don't mind me. I don't know anything I'm talking about. Um, I've been having my eyes actually for the past like year or so on a uh, on a twenty. Yeah. Well, I ended up picking up twenty eighteen Ford Raptor. Yeah. Uh, but it was a Ford Raptor that I had. Say it's no non so nonchalantly. No, yeah. if I <laughs> trust me, if I wanted to be nonchalant, I would have said twenty eighteen Ford F one fifty Raptor. <laughs> so no, I did. I did pick up a brand new truck on on the way out there. So that was a big a big expense, um, but something that I was really yeah, but, really. But going down there was worth it because it was so much more cheaper than it is around where our office. Is. Oh yeah, I mean like was the it really? the well, prices on that thing is ridiculous. Yeah, like the markup that the dealers are doing on that thing is is crazy. But it's cheaper down there than it is over here. You said because no, the markup well, wasn't as high. Oh okay, okay. just depending on yeah. I mean I was able to find it at a at a with a semi decent markup and, mm-hmm. and negotiate the deal a little bit. Yeah, so they um, were able and most places are firm on that that price. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was able to negotiate it down over there, and plus it was already cheaper than a lot of the other places out here. Yeah, how much they were uh, marking it up. Yeah, so he got a quite a. I pr- I mean, I'm sure it was a pretty good deal compared to out here. Yeah, because it was ridiculous out here. It's really crazy. Yeah. So that was actually the morning of driving to San Diego. So we pit stopped there, picked up a brand new truck, had a good lunch, went went back to the uh, or went to the convention center to set up our booth. And and during the show, I might have picked up a few things also. But you know, <laughs> we're 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 just a few. Yeah, there's a f- there are a few of us in here that are that are collectors. So I you know we we also let you know a little bit of that side show. Um, I, I think that's what makes it fun, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like when we're walking around um, the offices and we see that one of our guys added a new figure to their already vast collection of, of figures. It's Brian. just kind of like, <laughs> yeah, Brian. Um, <laughs> one of these days we'll get him on the podcast and we'll show you we'll show you what his collection like. It's ridiculous. Yeah. But it kind of makes you, it incites that want of continuing to collect, especially when like big movies drop. You know, and the biggest one that I can give is like Infinity War. The cast of characters in that movie, I, I, I mean, like, that's just an all star lineup, the whole squad. Yeah, and so, like, what do you do when a company rolls out, like, majority of those characters and you're just like, oh, damn? And then one of your guys picks it up and you're like, okay, that's pretty cool, right? You want to buy one. And now you can't just have one, you got to get them all. Yeah, Otherwise, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's it's just, it becomes like a, 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 of its own that you gotta have to keep going or it's a real addiction it really is you talk about leaving your credit card behind Shit, that was smart yeah yeah yeah, yeah for sure well, I it's smart for somebody in my position well, this guy <laughs> y'all have no idea no 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 no, no. Balling. no. <laughs> <laughs> but i mean like it's 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 good fun i think um and you know, one of the things that we always say here internally is just like, well, when we get asked what we do, right, and we say we we make toys, mm-hmm. like, that sounds fun. It should be fun. Yeah. I think if you can say, oh, I make toys, in a yeah. very monotone, mm-hmm. like, voice or whatever. I make toys. I hate my life. Yeah. No, yeah. It's, it's really it weird. It shouldn't though. be that. It shouldn't be that. It yeah. shouldn't be that. It's funny because it shouldn't be that. But whenever I talk to people and then 
that's when I realize how fun of a job I have is when people ask me what I do because I don't really realize it because today it's, it's, it's every day is work. Mm -hmm. You know, you come in and you do all this stuff, but it just feels so normal for me to be around toys and play with toys and collect them. Yes. Um, and when someone says, oh, what do you do for work? Oh, I, uh, I, I work for a toy company. That's pretty cool. <laughs> you yeah. know, you, you kind of realize that after you talk to them because, you know, you there's a lot of jobs out there that, you know, are, are just – you just do the same thing over and over again, but yeah. it's never the same in the toy company and toy industry. It's, it's, it's fun. It's, it's, it changes all the time. It's, it's stressful. Mm -hmm. It's very mm -hmm. stressful. Um, but that's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, it's also, you know, you're around toys. How, how bad can it really be? You know? Right. Right. I think to elaborate on that point also is just, yes, it's, it's at the end of the day, I think when you're able to kind of put that into perspective and realize, Oh, we make toys like it should, it should be, fun because at the end of the day we're producing something for um for someone that's a, a diehard fan of, of something right mm -hmm. and if we could do it justice i think you know that's that's the ultimate win for us um but also on, on the back end you know like we're all car guys so kind of using vehicles for example you know like when we're kind of creating a new design or something like that and we get a prototype that comes in um you know, we have a team that kind of just looks at the prototype, things like that. And as car guys, I think the coolest thing is to be able to replicate maybe something that you can't really have in reality or maybe something that you're a true fan of. Mm -hmm. Putting that passion into back into the, the, the little model that, you know, the fans collect, I think mm -hmm. that in and of itself is, is really fun. Yes. It's like a video game, I think, you know, yeah. when you're playing like need for speed or you're playing like Forza or something. It's a simulation. Kind of. You know, you know yeah. you're like, oh, how would this look on this car like mm -hmm. if we ran it with this paint job or this wheel execution mm -hmm. or maybe it needs to be lowered a little bit more you know i think that's where it gets really really fun and that's where that side of us really really shows yes that what i think is is really fun is that when we start doing stuff where which seems sort of fantasy but then it becomes reality in the uh, like the real car the one-to-one -one car world like for example back when i first started uh with you know, big time muscle had huge rims on muscle cars, you know, um, and with super super deep dished wheels. Um, people were talking to us and like, oh, that's not realistic, you know, that's not real, you know. But that's the style that we wanted. That's the style we were going after. It was mm -hmm. it was labeled a Jada style. Now, if you go to SEMA, you see that exact same style done on real cars. Yeah, and it it's kind of like, see, it you know, it wasn't too far off. It was you know, were we the trend makers? Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. But it oh was. Yeah, we oh yeah, know, definitely. Yeah. It, definitely. <laughs> that that's where it went. You know, and, and people are doing it now, and it's it's really cool to see. And then also, what's cool to see is like sometimes we'll do graphics, we'll do uh, uh, on a car, and someone will replicate it on their real car. Mm. Um, and we also do it vice versa. You know, we'll, if we see a car that we really like, we'll contact these guys and say, "Hey, we want to do your car and diecast." Right, right. And we do that every once in a while, and you'll see it. And it's a, uh, um, it's it's cool for not only us because we get a cool car that's recognizable, but I think it's also good for the industry because the uh, the car culture out there. If you have do a cool car and there's a possibility of a car being made in in a toy, mm -hmm. I think it just promotes the whole industry as a whole. I agree. I, mean, I agree. It's it's, it's fun, yeah. and I think that is one of our biggest differentiations as a as a toy company. I think because at the end of the day, when we talk about some of the things that we do, um, as far as like the marketing is concerned, to really kind of root ourselves into like the true guerrilla marketing or grassroots marketing of it all, um, and really aligning ourselves with you know partners that are really active in the car community that are really tied into 
um, the community as a whole. Um, Jada then eventually kind of becomes synonymous with, you know, all these other companies that are that are actively participating in this in this whole thing. It's good for everybody involved because as an enthusiast, it's kind of like that's the cherry on top, right? Mm-hmm. I think when you're building a car, um, you enter it into the shows, you, you get all this publicity and recognition, right? right? You start win- you start winning awards, and you get a you get a feature in, in a major publication, right? That's cool. But how can we take that one step further? Right. I think yeah. to have your car almost immortalized in a mm. in a diecast form. Yeah. Right. That's right. like to me the cherry on top. Yep. Okay, well that's an interesting way to put it, to have it immortalized. Yeah. I like that. Yep. Mm. Yeah. So I I think, you know, coming from how we see it in that way, I, I think that's what makes it really rewarding. And again, to Mike's point, it's kinda like, well, when we we do go out to these shows. Yeah. You know, obviously for work, but it's kind of like you mix work with pleasure, right? Because it's truly something that you really enjoy. So we're out there and we're constantly, uh, if you want to say scouting, mm-hmm. right? Taking a look at all the potential vehicles that are out there. And we might leave a note like, hey, you know, like we work at Jada Toys. You know, we really in- dig the vehicle. You know, let's let's talk. Let's see what we can do. Um, and from there, I think, you know, that's that's where it gets really fun. Because then we'll try and invite these guys out to our HQ, show them around, give them a full-on tour. You know, we'll we'll do uh, a mini photo shoot outside of the Jada building, mm-hmm. give them some cool swag, um, have them on the podcast, maybe have them yeah. on the podcast, yeah. possibly. You know, and uh, then they kind of get to see like a little behind the scenes of of everything that it takes to to make a a model car. Mm-hmm. And it's even cooler when they know that it's going to be their car. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. And, and they, they also kind of are always amazed at the, the effort that goes into it mm-hmm. because we really want to uh, really do their car justice at the same time. Yes. We, you know, but then there's also some uh, times where we have to, you know, cut some, you know, be, be a little bit. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? We can't really go all out. But we have to kind of negotiate how much we can do that looks like their car because I have a compromise. Yeah, there's somewhere. a compromise in there. Um, but the end product is usually really, really close to those guys' cars. Mm-hmm. And uh, and er- both parties are always really happy at the end. Sweet. Yeah. I mean, makes for a great product, makes for a great story. Mm-hmm. You know, the uh, it just gets, I think, a lot of excitement around it. Because I think when people start to see, oh, Jada does this kind of thing, maybe they could do it with mine. Mm-hmm. You know, And it's, it's that's, again, going back to the whole fun aspect of it like why wouldn't anybody want their car um done in a in a die cast variation who knows maybe one day we start a whole line dedicated solely just for that i would really love to see that man because because (laughs) every time time i go to a what car show i'm out there i see so many cool cars and it's even cooler when those guys actually have well some of our products in their trunk they'll have it in their passenger seat and i'm like hey bro i work Jada toys, like, yeah. you know, well, we should hook up sometime. And they're like, "Oh, Jada toys." Yeah, yeah. 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 And it's cool. it's it's cool when like they they know who we are already, mm-hmm. right? They already have some sort of familiarity with us. Um, it's an instant bond in a way, you know. Yeah, yeah makes it sure. makes it easy. Kind of brings it brings it down a little bit. Yeah, right? a little bit more relatable. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's cool. Hmm. Wow. All right, guys. So, uh, well. I'm all out of stuff to say. <laughs> Does anybody else have anything that that they want to add? Mm-hmm. 
I mean, really, I think it's just, you know, it's, it's, it's our pleasure, I think, to really kind of give a little bit more of an insight, mm -hmm. you know, to the people that are really, truly uh, following us that are actually genuinely interested in, in, in what we do. And even though this is kind of like a first kickoff of uh, the new series that we're doing as far as podcasting is concerned, um, our hope is that as it continues to grow, as it continues to become a thing, um, you know, we're able to give you a, a little bit more, you know, we'll be talking about some of the new products. We'll even be showcasing some of the new products. Um, so keep an eye out for that. Any requests that might come through, you know, maybe we do a Q and A. I think that would be really cool. Mm -hmm. That'd be great. Yeah, um, that would be great. Yeah. So just uh, much, much appreciated. I think to to the uh, the fans that actually truly follow us and are fans of what we do. You know, the thing that we always say internally, it's kind of like, well, we do these things because it's for fans by fans type of thing. Right? Mm -hmm. So, yep. Um, you know, for me, like doing this, what we do, our products is. All we're trying to do is make a kid smile, make them feel good inside. Whether it's a it's a it's a young kid or an adult kid, it's it's we're we're all in this and like to collect and like to play with toys because it makes us feel good inside, yes. and that's what we're all about. Uh, and that's you know how hard and how 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 much of it is really stressful when you know that's your your end result is mm -hmm. making someone happy. Right, and right. Uh, and I and hopefully this podcast will do the same and help you guys get more of an insight of what we do, and I think uh, hopefully you guys can uh, stick around and and subscribe and you know listen to what we have to say and see some cool stuff and coming in the future. Absolutely, and guys, the only way that we can make all of this cool stuff continue to happen is if you guys will watch this podcast. Be sure to spread it. We'll share it to all of your friends and um be sure to tune in see you next week <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>